Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon. And in this episode, we're talking with Justin Crane. Justin is, uh, I got to tell you, one of my favorite people. I just enjoy every time we get together to talk. Um, He's just got this fantastic attitude about business and about life. And he's really an expert in money for small business owners and uh, takes a completely different approach than most. He's not about cutting back and pinching pennies and living a frugal life. He really is all about getting the shoes and doing the sushi and, and living the best life today and saving for the future. And he's written a fantastic book called Money, You Got This. He describes it as Seinfeld meets Curb Your Enthusiasm meets Money. And I've read it. It is all of that. Um, and it's really focused for small business owners. So uh, really excited to to have Justin here and uh, and share his wisdom with us today. So Justin, welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. Thank you, Steve. It's great to be here. And let me say, I'm really happy that you're doing a podcast because I know it's something that you've wanted to do for a while. And I think it's going to be great for your audience, great for you, and just a great new thing for you to to grow with. So um, I'm glad that you you did it. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. So let's yeah. kind of dive into things. Tell me, to begin with, just to kind of set the stage for everybody, how'd you get started in business? Yeah, so I was a financial advisor at a professional Wall Street firm, and um, maybe 10 years into it, I became a CFP. Then I got into management. I was a sales manager. And over time, you know, the big Wall Street firms, they're really out for profits, right, for themselves. They care about the client, but in my opinion, they got to care about their shareholders first. And I began to see that, and um, <clears throat> it was kind of like right around the 9-11 period. I was in Los Angeles at the time, but it really affected all of us in Wall Street, especially me to a certain extent, um, Then because I was in L.A. at the time. But a lot of my peers were like, they knew about 9-11, but I actually worked at the World Trade Center. And um, I was on like the 80th floor. And to me, it really hit home, you know, being out here in LA that had I decided to stay in New York, that something could have happened to me. And it really made me look at my life and evaluate where I was and to see if I was happy or whatever. And I, I was like, I was the younger kid who had like the nice office that was doing well helping really wealthy people get wealthier. And to me, um, I don't know, it just wasn't, it just didn't feel right. And you know what, Steve, I did nothing about it for five years, nothing. And then I made a move. So what prompted the move? Um, I went and heard this guy speak. His name was Jim Stovall. He was an Olympic weightlifting champion. And it was at a financial planning conference and this guy was blind and I didn't know it at the time because I was like, in, I was like one of those people like the back row in those conferences where it's like freezing. They got the cold water with the hard candy and like I'm in the back listening to some guy. I thought he could see, but he was an Olympic weightlifting champion. He was talking about how basically in life we have the power to choose, the power to make choices to define where we want to go. And that was all I really needed to hear. It's kind of like when the student is ready, the teacher appears. So he said that, and I'm like, oh, you know, if not now, when? Like, I got to do it. So I pulled a Jerry Maguire, and I bailed, and I brought most of my clients with me to become an independent financial professional. 
And then from there, I learned a whole bunch of other stuff and really evolved as a financial advisor. Wow, that's that's a heck of a story. Um, and I think that that leads us um, into what I'm really excited to talk with you about today. And, and that is really what is it that makes you unstoppable? And it sounds like you've you've had some experiences that uh, that required you to be unstoppable. So what are some of the 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 mindsets that you use, the frameworks, maybe the the habits that really help you to be persistent and push forward even when things aren't going really well? Well, I think it's the, just the words return on life that um, I think we have to first be aware of what's important to us in our life. What are our goals and stuff like that? Like, for example, Steve, if I was to ask you, like, if you had all the money in the world, what would you do? And then those answers really get into like, all right, well, you know, I asked this to someone and, and this lady was like, I would be a mom, right? She was like single. And she said, there's no way I have all this money for daycare and education and blah, blah, blah. But we made it work after a year of financial planning and strategy, we made it work. And she adopted a kid. And now I see her and her kid on Facebook and I'm like, wow, that's what being unstoppable for me is about. It's about delivering someone their life integrated with their money. I love that. And that's a great question. Well, I mean, what a fantastic question to just open your thinking to things. Um, do you ask that of all of your clients? Yeah, at some point I, I organically because it, it, it it's it's kind of like it, it, the money is not, a, not an issue anymore. It's about what do you really at the end of the day want. And one thing that I've learned and really learning is we're all getting older. Like it's not like the rest of the world is getting older, but we're not. I used to think that. I used to think like I'm always going to be 40 and now I'm 44, right? So, you know, we have this finite window of time and why not make the best of it now, not when we're 85. And that's the way that Wall Street teaches, you know, the public is save, save, save so you can live the life you want to when you're 80. And I think that's a bunch of BS. And that's how my business evolved because then I'm like, okay, so I'm working with business owners. Why don't we just figure out a way to make more money and then be smart with the money that we're making? And that has made me unstoppable. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean... I think you're seeing a real shift in people's thinking, um, especially business owners who have looked at the the life model that came out of out of the the kind of post World War II industrial boom. You know, where we're going to work for a company, work for our career, we're going to have a pension, and they're going to take care of us. And there's a finish line, and then we get to kind of relax and enjoy it. And yeah, and and yeah. now that there's no guaranteed finish line, you know, it's like, well, maybe we better start enjoying this as we go. And I think a lot of us are seeing grandparents and parents who who went through that model, and maybe they did okay, but um, you know, certainly they didn't take the time necessarily to do the things that, that really they loved doing while they were really healthy, while they were able to be very active. So I, I, it's a, a fantastic approach and way to look at things. Yeah. And it's interesting, Steve, what comes into that conversation is the one that people who are listening right now, I know you're having, which is, okay, I totally get it. Like, yeah, let's live for today. But like, you're either a spender or you're either a saver and maybe you're both. But like, 
the spenders out there know that they need to put money away for their future. And the savers out there know that they need to see that their future is well protected through some sort of plan, which gives them the green light to do some spending today. The question is, how do you find that balance? That's where the void is. And that's where the real growth happens with each of us. That's that's awesome. Hey, I want to take a quick break. And when we come back, I want to find out uh, more about this and and uh, more about the other things that you're working on that you're really excited about. So we'll be right back with Justin Crane. Hi, this is Steve. I hope you're enjoying this interview. We've got more to come in a minute, but what I'd love for you to do right now is rate this podcast. Leave us a review, rate us on iTunes. It'll really help others discover the podcast and help us help other CEOs, other business leaders become unstoppable. So if you go to unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes, you can find instructions there and links that will take you right to where you need to go to review the podcast. Thanks so much. Now back to the interview. All right, we're back with Justin Crane. And Justin, um, you, you started sharing a little bit with us about your philosophy uh, towards money. And I can tell this is something that you're really passionate about. So, I, and I know you've got a lot going on related to that right now in your business. Tell me what what's going on right now that, that you're most excited about. Um, well, a lot, everything. I think for me, um, like I'm growing, like, I don't know about you, Steve, but like, as I do this, I'm in the trenches. I am not some like, like God with having done everything. Like, so what am I doing? I have some one-on-one clients that I work with and I'm in, I'm, I've created a group that I work with a group primarily of women business owners who, um, who I help them with their money. So what am I excited about? I'm excited about teaching people how do you really make profits in your business? How do you keep the money that you're making? How do you make sure that you have cash there? And then how do you integrate that with your personal goals? And because I really believe that you're the, the people's business success is going to be the driver of their financial lives and of their goals. I don't necessarily believe that the people are going to reach their goals by cutting back not spending money on Netflix, getting a cup of coffee, going out to dinner, taking your kids on vacation. Like we got to have some fun and it's okay to do that. So many of the gurus say like, if you took that $6 that you spend at Starbucks every day and save that, you know, you'd be worth $4 billion. Like, okay, listen, people, I've done hundreds of financial plans. And if you spend the six bucks, you're going to have to work two or three more years you know, towards retirement. All right. So let's see this, Steve, would you rather be happy for 30 years working and then work an extra 30? And by the way, even most people are like, dude, I love what I do. So I don't care if I work until I'm 80 that way. They, they want to have the option to slow down. So then it's about, well, how do you make more money with profits? And, and hopefully we can talk more about that. Cause I've, I'm like, that's my main thing is profits. Yeah. Well, and I was just going to say, I mean, you can only cut so much sooner or later you run into this wall called zero and there's nothing yes. left to cut. Yes. So if, if we're really looking at, at creating abundance and, and creating a future for somebody that they actually will like, it's really about creating more opportunity and more value. And, and, and as you do that, create more profit. Um, so yeah, let's, let's talk about that. So how do you create more profit? 
Well, I'm a big believer that you pay yourself first, uh, just like with you know personal finance and business, you just pay yourself first. You take a certain amount of money, let's say 10, 15% of what you bring in and you put it off to the side. That's paying yourself first, that's the profit part. And then from there, you can start to calculate, all right, well, how much do I need to live personally? What are my business expenses? Should I be raising prices? How much money can I invest every month? Your world changes when you have a plan for your business money um, and when you kind of, you know, people say you need to know your numbers. Yeah, I, I, I know that, but I'm more interested in getting people to just, like I say this, is today, Steve, is national get your head out of the sand day, right? <laughs> so many business owners, they don't even know what their business does in sales or profits or anything. So here I'm coming in saying, all right, I want everyone to have a glass of wine and just chill out. We're gonna figure this out together. And it's very disarming, right? It's like, okay, I don't have to be a money expert, I just have to know a few of these numbers. And then from there, it's, it, it's, it's more like, all right, I think I got this, I think I could chip away at it. So it's about making progress, and um, I've been in Strategic Coach. Have you heard of Strategic Coach? Yeah. Are you in it or no? I am, yeah. You are, yeah. So Dan Sullivan's like progress, not perfection, yep. right? So let's just make progress. And let's stumble and fumble along the way and learn and, you know, go from there. Yeah. Well, and that's a, that's a key idea and, and one of the most valuable things that I think uh, strategic coach and Dan Sullivan ever has come up with is this just this focus on just keep moving forward. Uh, we all get so wrapped up in wanting to have all the answers now. And, uh, you know, we work with a lot of financial advisors and, um, and, and I know they get trapped up in this with their clients. Like the client wants the outcome now. Well, you know, you yeah. got to start to, at some point you've got to start walking down the road and, uh, and with any kind of growth process, you know, one, of, I, I heard somebody describe it as, uh, it's like walking through the fog. And if you, as you walk through the fog, the further you walk, the more you see. But if you stand still and try and picture the whole landscape, you can't see anything because you're blinded by the fog. So the only way to get the answers is to get into motion and get moving. And, um, and I think that's a fantastic approach here. So what are some of the, the challenges that as you're working with business owners that they run into as you're taking them through this process that kind of hold them up from really making that progress? Cash flow, period. It's all about cash flow. Um, money's coming in. Well, they got to pay some vendors or they got to pay a credit card bill or they need to pay their employees or they need to pay rent or whatever it is. But it's all about cash flow management. A lot of times people might think that they're making profits when they aren't because maybe they're taking too much money out of their business or they don't have enough money in the bank or whatever. But the biggest challenge that business owners have, um, no matter even if you're doing seven figures in sales, is cash flow. Um, because money's going in and out. Um, you need to make sure that you have a profitable business and you need to understand the timing of when money's coming in and when money's going out. And so how do you begin to get your arms wrapped around that if you're working with a small business owner? And, um, you know, a lot of the business owners we work with, they, they know kind of what they're making, but they don't have a really clear picture all the time. So what's the process look like to get your arms wrapped around cash flow and then profitability? 
Well, the first step is to pay yourself first at 10%. The next step, I'm just going to lay them out. It's kind of hard for people to, you know, maybe they want to write this down or listen to it again, but you need to know what your average monthly sales are. Even if your business is lumpy and every three months you make a lot of money, but like you got to make it average. Then you need to know how much money do you need to take out of your business. Then from there, um, you need to know ballpark what your taxes are per month. And you just call your CPA and be like, hey, do I have to pay 20% of my sales in taxes? Like just get a ballpark number. Because taxes can kill cash flow because you might have money and then you think you owe X but you owe Y and it's a, it's a mess. So I just gave you profits. I gave you um, how much money you have to take out of your business. I've given you taxes. And then the last one is, how much money can you spend in your business every month without going broke, making sure that you've set money aside? That one thing is the biggest thing because no one, a lot of people that I work with, they don't know that number and they're spending more than they should. And they're also, like this is another answer to your question about cash flow. Their ROI on the money that they're spending in their business is bad. There's not enough ROI. Like here's an example. You pay an admin, I'm making it up, $2,000 a month. And in my mind, I want everyone to make three times their money on any strategic investment that they make in their business. And that three times preferably needs to come back within like six weeks. So if you pay an admin two grand, you need to make $6,000 off of that. Now there's two ways to think about it. Is the admin doing like, advertising for you and business development for you? Probably not. Or are they freeing up your time? So now you got more time. Are you going to make six grand with that time? Or are you going to be on Facebook all day or not really doing the revenue generating activities that you need to? And if you're not, it's on you. That's an example of why people's cash flow stinks is because they're not getting the ROI on whatever it is that they want to do. Yeah. I, you know, and, and sometimes it's hard to, you know, to kind of draw the line between this expense creates this revenue, but I imagine you can, as you're looking at it with somebody, you can kind of lump things together and say, look, all these together, all of these expenses are designed to free you up or all these expenses are designed to generate leads and put them into buckets where you can begin to measure ROI. I don't know. I'm just thinking, um, you know, in, in order to kind of break it down and get clarity around it. But ha having that, it's almost like a reverse approach that you take. So you're taking the profit off first and you're taking the taxes off mm -hmm. first, which are, mm -hmm. I mean, for most business owners, they do it the exact opposite. They, they get revenue. They, they actually before, often before they get much revenue, they've filled the bucket with some expenses. Then they go get revenue to cover the expenses. Then they scrape to pay the taxes and then there's nothing left in profit to pay themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which is a miserable way to run the business. Yeah. I mean, and not only that, like I'm a big believer in recurring revenue. I own two businesses. One is the financial planning business. The other one is the money strategy coaching business. They're all recurring, 100% recurring. So having recurring revenue right there is going to help your cash flow because you know how much money is going in every quarter, year, month, whatever it is. Right. It's so much easier to plan. And both of the businesses are worth way more to a buyer because of recurring revenue. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. 
So Justin, I know you've got, um, you've got a program where you work with people through this process and you've got a book. Um, tell us a little bit about um, some of the ways that if somebody's listening to this, they can best get help from you to get, get clear on, on how to start handling their finances a little more uh, effectively. I have a, I have basically have a call with them and, and really see if we're a good fit for one another. You know, what they're looking for, is it something I can help them with? Um, would they be a good person for me? So on and so forth. So we have a strategy session. And in that, we talk about their business and about what their concerns are. And I'm also really um, interested in identifying how committed these people are. And I, I would actually advise everyone listening to use that in your client um, or potential client ascension cycle because you really want to work with people that are committed and who are determined to figure it out so that's that's how i started off is we get on the phone and we talk and we get to know one another very good and then uh, i guess from there they go into to either one-on-one work with you or into your your group program or, yeah yeah okay correct correct and um i also what i do is if they come into my group I do some one-on-one or small group work with them. So I indoctrinate them in my stuff and then they move into my group having known what everyone else knows. So they're kind of indoctrinated in this and they feel like they're getting some special attention from me, which they are uh, about their business because everyone's business is unique. And then from there, we kind of, we move on to refining, implementing, making better, iterating, all that stuff. Yeah. Well, and I can see that would be really important especially coming in, if they're coming from sort of a traditional way to, to view the money in their business, um, which we just talked about is sort of starting with the expenses and hope, hope, hoping there's profit at the end, you're really turning that on its head. So they've got to do a little bit of, of uh, work at the beginning just to get familiar, change the way that they look at it. So, uh, so how, yeah. can, how can folks who are listening uh, find you and, and learn more about what you're doing? I think they could just go to my site, um, which is, let's see, I think the best link, maybe what I'll, I'll send people is to, you know, what are the two or three things that you should be doing with your business based on what we just discussed, kind of like an action guide. So they can go to cashflowgift.com. That's three words in one URL, cashflowgift.com. Perfect. And we'll put a link to that in the, the show notes. Justin, uh, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. This has been fantastic and uh, I think a really healthy and, uh, and unique way to, to look at managing the money in your business. Uh, great talking with you again and uh, I know we'll talk real soon. Thanks, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. Help others discover this show. Leave a review and rating on iTunes at unstoppableceo.net forward slash iTunes.